0: Hello, I have an invitation to tea
1: with the Queen. Yes, Emma's been expecting you. Please come in. I think that we just massively underestimate, especially as women, our own capability and awesomeness.
0: And it's changed. It's changed my life completely, yeah. Sometimes I think you go through this journey as a business owner and think you're a bit crazy. You're like, who am I to have this dream? Well, I just think women are hard on themselves.
1: I wish I had been more confident in what I was capable of. But I feel like you do what feels right for you, then that's going to be always on brand.
0: Women, our natural inclination is to be pleasers and to put other people before self. I've never had a tea with the Queen before, and this is such a pleasure. (laughs) Hello, I'm Emma McQueen. And welcome to Tea with the Queen. Some people get so excited about social media, while others are simply overwhelmed by all the work of creating images and posts and reels across the different platforms. But there's no denying that social media has allowed us business owners to build our tribe of followers. So what makes a good post? What platforms should you be on? And should you batch? Well, it all depends, says my guest today. Let me introduce Bec Stenner, my social media aficionado. She has all the tricks in her party bag to help businesses of any size engage with their target market. Bec Stenner, it is a pleasure to have you on Tea with the Queen. I'm excited about this. It's taken us a while to get there, but here we are.
1: I'm excited. I've been waiting for this for so long and I feel very, very important to have been invited. So it's not often you get to have tea with the Queen.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I want to jump straight in and I want to ask you what do you like most
1: and in what order? Cheese, chocolate, donuts, or wine? Well, Em, it really depends on what day of the week you ask me, but it is <laughs> Friday. So I'm going to be going with the wine. And the donuts, but one thing you probably know about me is I am pretty fussy. So the donuts need to be either a super fresh Daniel's donuts or a simple glazed Krispy Kreme. Oh, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to, I'm always open to it.
0: Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, it wasn't that long ago, although I might be showing my age pretty sure I am, that there is no such thing as social media. I didn't grow up with it. You didn't grow up with it. What got you into
1: being a social media strategist? Well, Ms, my background is actually nursing and practice management, so a little bit different, isn't it? But I kind of fell into it, which is a bit funny because I am kind of had a little short stint with a skincare company that shall remain nameless. Oh, you're not going (laughs) to drop that name. (laughs) And within that, there was a real element of building a personal brand. And a lot of people struggled with social media part of it. And I found that I was actually pretty good with it. And a lot of people asked me a lot of questions about it. And what I found is that I was helping them and I was actually really good at it. And I thought, I'm actually on to something here. So when I was looking for a bit of a career change that worked in with my family, I kind of thought, okay, I'm going to take this pretty seriously. It's something that's really taking off. And uh, I kind of dived deep into it. And the rest you could say is history. But one of the things is you constantly need to be in learning mode with this career choice. (laughs) Maybe should have thought about that a bit better. Um, And it's really about leaning into relationships. And it's so funny, we worked a lot on strengths in our uh, Thriving Women workshops at the start of the year. And I was like, you know what? This is really true. And I think it has really played to my, and I play to my strengths. It really is about building relationships online. Um, Because if people... You don't, you're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're really selling yourself. People, if they connect with you, if they like you, they trust you, they're going to buy from you, they're going to want to know more about your services. So it comes down to relationships, really.
0: Two disclosures right about now. First disclosure is, <laughs> I recall your disdain for your strengths when you first discovered them. Yeah, that might be fact. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad that you've grown into them. And then the other full disclosure is that for people don't know, Beck does our socials and she does an amazing job our socials and (laughs) she's done so for a number of years. So we are very thankful and we can see how much talent you have and the fact that you have a wait list and have to say no to clients says how popular you actually are.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think at this point I have... No more room for social media management clients for the rest of 2022, which is exciting. But strategies, there's always room for a strategy.
0: There's always room for strategy. So for those who are either listening to this going, I have to up my social media game or I don't have social media or do I need social media,
1: what social media should we be on? Well, this is a whole topic we could have a whole nother episode on, Emme. Absolutely. But I think it's really important to start with where is your audience sitting? So say, for example, Facebook is the most used social media platform all around the world. However, if your audience isn't sitting on Facebook, just say they sit on TikTok or Instagram or LinkedIn, if you're putting 110% effort into Facebook, it's not going to work for you no matter how hard you try and how good your strategy is. If there's no audience it gets a big cross. So I think you need to be really mindful about where your audience is sitting and go from there. And the other thing is don't do too many platforms. That's a big hot tip. Don't try to master everything. I think you need to go all in on one or two. Make sure you've got them set up really, really well. You're nailing them and they're working as they should for you. Then start to think about, okay, can I bring something else in? So one or two and master them. I like that. Tell me, what makes a good social media post? <laughs> Again. Again, another podcast know, episode. That's so <laughs> but let me tell you, here's a really short and condensed version. First of all, I think you really need to know the purpose of your post. So are you trying to build connection and nurture your audience? Are you really trying to build your authority? Value add or is it a timely relevant, or maybe even just having a bit of um, bit of fun and making a social community building post. Then I think you have to get really clear on the format. Is it going to be an image, a carousel, or a video post? Then you really need to think about your hook. So your hook, you have 125 characters on Instagram before... They say click more. So you really only have 125 characters to hook them in. So it's got to be short, snappy, and catchy. Then you've got the meaty part. And you can either think of this as a micro blog post. So it might be a little bit longer form caption, um, and you're going to dive deep. Or is it going to be short and snappy? And then wrap it up with a really good call to action. And I always like to say to people, with your call to action, you don't own your social media platforms, but what you do own is your website. So you want to be using that call to action as much as possible to drive them off the platform to take the next step in the customer journey. So always keep that in mind and, you know, really try and get them over to your email list where you can continue to nurture and build that relationship. They are great tips.
0: How important is video these days?
1: (laughs) How funny is this at the moment? I think, you know, it's really come out lately that if you're not doing video, and I think there's a real scare tactic out there, if you're not doing video, you're going to fall behind and you're going to, you know, you're not going to have a good thriving business, blah, 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 blah. And But I really think a lot of that is social media gurus trying to get you to buy their courses, really. Let's be honest. I do think it's super duper important to add the video element into your social media strategy. But what I think we also need to remember is that we are business owners, not content creators. So, yes, I think you should reach out. If you've got a great social media manager, I know one, uh, and say, okay, I really want to look at how I can incorporate video into my social media strategy. And I think the best thing to do is... Drop the expectations of being an expert and start slow. Start with one video piece of content per week, build up to two, build up to three. But I think you really also need to consider how is my audience consuming video content? Because if your audience really couldn't give us stuff about Reels, then where should you put your energy and effort into I think it's really important to consider that and really think about and sit down and have a good plan in place of, okay, this is important, but how relevant is it to my audience and how can I deliver it in a way that's going to be successful for me? And how can I show up? Because... There are quite a lot of people out there who are just like, there is no way I can do video. I hate it so much. I was just about
0: to say that there are so many people that are like, no, I'm not doing video. Mm -hmm.
1: So I think there are definitely ways you can incorporate it into your strategy that don't require a tonne of effort, you know, but it 100% is important. And the way that content is going, it's definitely going to become... A lot bigger, and uh, we do need to embrace it. You know, don't jump on trends, really be thoughtful and considerate. And like anything, I think you need to have a plan and there's got to be a purpose behind it.
0: For any audience members out there, I was pretty bad at it, to be honest. And uh, I have practiced and practiced and practiced, and now I just do it in one take, which I know for a lot of people, they're like, whoa. And I don't watch it back because, you know, it only lasts 24 hours if it's on story, so don't put too much effort into it. But, you know, enough
1: effort that you can do it. What have you got to say about that? But, um I think that's one piece of feedback that you get quite often is people love how you show up on your social media and that you do do it in a real and raw way that's very genuine and authentic to you and your brand. And that's what people connect with because even for me, I suffer hugely from analysis paralysis and I constantly judge every piece of content that I put out. So for me, showing up imperfectly has been really hard because I have felt the pressure to be perfect because I am a social media manager. So what I put out needs to be perfect. And I've really embraced that lately of showing up imperfectly and it's working because people connect with it. So I think that's really important to to remember as well that we don't have to be perfect to show up. We just have to be consistent, which is probably the biggest tip with social media and that is consistency.
0: Yeah. Consistency builds credibility. I think I mean I'm, you know, not a makeup wearer. I'm, you know, don't get dolled up for the camera necessarily. If I've had my hair done, it's a bonus, lucky. But I also don't want people to meet me in the street and not recognize me. You know, like when you rock up on socials and you like walk past someone, and you don't even recognize them on and you think they're not how they look in real life is not how they are.
1: <laughs> it's so true because even when I recently had some branding, new branding photos done, I rocked up in jeans and a t-shirt because that's who I am. If you were to meet me, at an event or somewhere that's who I am so I think it's really important it doesn't matter where you're showing up you have to show up as yourself and that's when you'll build that genuine connection with people and yeah I think it's really important to own yourself and it's okay we've all got a freak flag to fly do it yeah do it just
0: do it I love it it's easy to run out of ideas for social media posts. I'm not sure that you would have this issue, but what do you recommend? What are your tips
1: if people are like, mm, what do I post? Oh, 100%. And do you know what, Em? I'll let you in a little secret. It even happens to the best of social media managers as well. Wowzers. Sometimes I get stuck, but what I do, because that thoughts will come to me at the most random time. I can absolutely 100% guarantee you'll be walking along the beach and you'll be like, oh, my gosh. You'll be listening to something and you're like, yes, that's actually a really good piece. I need to do that for this person or so on. So I think you should definitely have whether you have, um, say, for example, a son, you should have a a list there. I think you should also have a note section in your phone. But if you are a little bit stuck for ideas, write this down, everybody. Write this down. I also think Answer the Public is a really good place to go to. This generates useful phrases and questions that your audience is asking online within your, um, what am I trying to say, Emma? What, industry? Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Um, Reddit is another good place. Basumo, even looking on Pinterest or TikTok. TikTok is actually a really good place to do some research as well. So add that to the list. Don't get stuck in a hole though. Make sure if you are researching, give yourself an an amount of time and set an alarm. Once that's done, you're done. I also think for me,
0: I'm in a service-based business and so I get asked a lot of questions all the time. Write them down. Right. So write them down, pull them out. If you say something amazing in a coaching session,
1: (laughs) (laughs) write it down. (laughs) What's really good is recording voice memos to yourself as well. So if you jump off, say, for example, you've done a coaching session, the good thing about having a social media manager is you can actually just voice message them at the time. But you can also voice message yourself and say, okay, from this conversation these three key points came up or this is today i've been asked this question 3 times that's definitely something i should be talking about but yes your your customers and your clients are going to be a great source of inspiration when it comes to content ideas definitely and controversial but do you think it's best to batch social media posts? <laughs> <Absolutely>, <laughs> because life happens. And when life happens, that's when we can drop our consistency. So I think it's really, really important to have them done, ready to go, scheduled. So And, and it's not just set and forget either because, you know, if something relevant comes up, you can pop something else in. But it's going to help you to maintain that consistency and continue to show up when life happens.
0: Yeah. What is your commentary about when people say, oh, if you batch it, you're not showing up as yourself, you're not being authentic, blah, 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 blah.
1: That's rubbish. I think that's really rubbish. (laughs) Tell us what you Um, really think. (laughs) Yeah, it's rubbish. Um, I won't sugarcoat it because you can put out everything. You can plan it out for a whole month in advance, but if something does relevant or timely comes up, easily slip it in. I mean, I do that for my clients as well, because there will be times when when something comes up. You know, I think last year, well, the last two years have been a great example of that. You can plan content out as much as you like, but then we get a, a lockdown pandemic, and you know you need to change the tone of your the content that you're putting out, and that's okay. You can easily go back and change something, but I think if you've got that content there ready to go, it's going to save you a lot of time. It's going to save you going, oh, shivers, I'm sitting at the train line and all the all these things, I've, I've got caught up today, I've got no time to do this, uh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then you haven't shown up for two weeks and your audience is gone because someone else has been consistent and they've moved on.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense. The other thing for me is what I'm hearing you say is to have a plan but be flexible with the plan.
1: Absolutely absolutely you know and i think it's in life in general isn't it if you've got a plan in place makes things a hell of a lot easier
0: really does to help you be consistent
1: so we've talked about you're a
0: social media manager and you do social media strategy in addition to that what else do you do I do lots of things. <laughs> I know you
1: do. I, know you do. <laughs> it, it, I sometimes I, I think, ah, oh, what 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 is my role here? But no, I, I think those two things are super important. And then but it's also doing a bit of one on one stuff with people. Like I've been helping people create some Reels videos as well because they're like, I've got no idea where to start. And it's funny because they're so overwhelmed and then you get started and you show them and they're like, I never thought about this. Yeah, I, this is actually easier than what I thought it was. I was making it up in my head that this was going to be really hard. So that's something that I've definitely been helping people with a lot more lately. And I've actually found that really fun. Yeah. So it it might even be, you know, they're just missing some great Canva templates or things like that as well. You know, we can help out with that so much, so much. And I think by the time this podcast comes out, I might also be releasing something super duper exciting. So,
0: <laughs>
1: you've heard it here, folks. Beck
0: Stenner is accountable to rolling something super duper out. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. We can't wait. We can't wait for that. So, even though you're fully booked as a social media manager, you still have space in your diary if people need a strategy or some one on one help.
1: Yeah. I always keep. little bit of that free because that's actually my my favorite part is helping someone put together that plan and then watching them roll it out I actually really like that makes me very happy so yes I always keep a little bit of a spot for that especially coming up to the end of the year we've got to plan out 2023 so yeah definitely that's my that's my jam that is your jam. It's quite obvious it's your jam.
0: Tell me what's your favorite social media platform and why? Oh,
1: Am, you know what? I have a real love hate relationship with Instagram. I fall in love with it. It's like any relationship, isn't it? Has its ups and downs. Pulls me back in. It pulls me back in every time. I'm like, no, I'm done with this. I'm going over to TikTok, and then I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> going over to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think I really love the variety. And you know what? I have made some really beautiful friendships and connections with people all around the world through Instagram, and I think that is pretty damn special. So uh, I think it will always have my heart. Although, you know, do you
0: need to look at other things as well? Oh. <laughs> I need to look at other things as well. TikTok, TikTok. Um, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your tips on our podcast. I hope for those who are listening they've taken some notes. This is one of those, you know, one of those podcasts where you take a few notes, get some tips from social media guru. It's been such a thrill having you on Tea with the Queen. Thank oh, you so thank much you. for your time.
1: <gasps> ah always a pleasure pleasure is all mine Mm, and i think maybe em's there might need to be a dedicated episode to video content oh if you're
0: listening to that and you just think oh yes please send us a dm text us send a pigeon carrier whatever (laughs) we want to hear about it
1: (laughs) Thank you, Meg. I think so. I think so. Thank you for having me. And you know what, Ems, I i hear so much about Tea with the Queen um, and how much it really does help other people, having these amazing women in business to provide a little bit of inspiration and insight into the world of all things uh business. So thank you for what you do. Oh
0: we love you. Oh, thank you so much. You're a sweetheart. You can come back. <laughs>
1: Right, I will. I will.
0: Thanks for listening to Tea with the Queen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to get the word out. For more about me, please visit emmcmcqueen.com.au and I look forward to your company next episode.
1: Goodbye. Thank you for coming.